0: Well, it's the great debates. We're back. Here we're we back. are. Just I'm like that. Flying on coffee right now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee yeah. today. Yeah, I love it. Um, and so that's why we're going to get right into it. Good. with A micro. We've got another theme this week, and you're going to know it as soon as I say the top, which Healy's going to take the pro on. All right. Four minutes on the clock. Os- the Oscars are glorious. The
1: Oscars are glorious. I'm Steve Healy. I'm going to take the pro. Let's not overthink this. We're talking about some of the most beautiful people in the world, rich with talent, artists, collaborators, putting on their finest clothes, gathering to celebrate excellence. Is there a cynical look at that? Sure. Yeah, you can always scowl on it. There's nasty stuff, but... 91 years of history in the cinematic arts, doing this ceremony, getting it right, celebrating real achievement of craft, of God-given talent, of artistry, of hard work, those things coming together into the magic that is cinema. Don't be a cynic about this. That is glorious. It's glorious that there is such a celebration. It's glorious that these people from all over the world gather to celebrate in this way. It's glorious each of these individuals and what they've achieved and what they had to do to get here. It's glorious to celebrate this kind of thing. The movies themselves are glorious. They lift us. They move us. Every meaning of the word glory is encapsulated in what we'll see on Oscar night.
2: The Oscars are glamorous. The Oscars are over the top. The Oscars are fun, even. Are they glorious? Absolutely not. You know, the Oscars have taken a real downturn over the last few years. What used to be a sort of, I won't say unimpeachable night, but a sort of like everyone agreed was just a good-natured celebration, as you said, of the arts, that's no longer the case. We've had... uh, controversy and scandal at the Oscar. Oscar's so white. We had the uh, La La Land Moonlight debacle. We've had, uh, just this year, nobody wants to host the Oscars. What does that say about an event that not one... If they were so glorious, wouldn't everyone be... Uh, rushing and dying to be the host of this event. Not so the case. Instead, everyone, no one wants a piece of it. You can't find literally one person who wants to host the Oscars.
1: That's not glorious. That's shameful. What what has become of the Oscars? This is an argument for the glory of the Oscars. The job is too big and too glorious. You, a guy like Kevin Hart, one of the biggest entertainers in the world, simply we can't have him in, at this level of glory because of the dark remarks he's made and his uh, flat-footed misattempts to apologize. He's not up to the glory of the Oscars. That's what we're seeing in the struggle to find a host. The event is simply too glorious I mean, when for any human about- to handle.
2: Handle. When you hear the name Dwayne the Rock Johnson, is the word "glorious" something that comes to mind? Because he was asked to host the Oscars and turned them down. He was like, eh, yeah, "Yeah, he and knows I it's it. a stage.
1: He's just going to flop on. He's not up for. He's not big enough. The Rock. That's how glorious the Oscars he's are. Too big. He literally said he was too busy to host the
2: Oscars.
1: No, he doesn't want to do the very difficult." artful job of leading us through an event that has this much emotion trauma history doesn't, packed doesn't want into to it. do
2: it is because we've seen we've had terrible hosts in the past we've had to add to the list of recent Oscar debacles the James Franco and Hathaway year when everybody made fun of them there was nothing glorious about that night if they were ridiculed over and over again not just by the press but by the average person at home watching and going what is this this there's, is the many there's something times off about this the
1: many times that the oscars has fallen short of its own history and what we demand from it right, and what it's op- is so yet, frequently point, capable Hilly, of offering when you
2: continually fall short of the standard the standard gets
1: lowered and that's what i'm saying the oscars the actually that's what's beautiful oscars. about the oscars a, a huge flop version of the oscars can't take away from its power it's still the next year back for more because it's built Go ahead built a history for- Oh, of glory.
0: <laughs> My gut is to go with Dave, but I can't tell if that's just because I feel that way about the Oscars. That's always hard to separate. It's hard because the... I, I think I found a little hollow the idea that we, I mean, the host can't find a host argument's pretty strong. What? And I, and I the disagree. The,
1: the, I felt I do feel like part of the challenge of, I genuinely think part of the challenge of finding a host is like, this is just, how could anyone host the Oscars? Like, the only way to do it is to be a universally beloved comedian, which mm. basically doesn't exist at mm-hmm. the moment. Okay. I don't, I mean. Who's at the movie star level. Yeah. The, the Rock, he wouldn't be good. He's smart. He knew this. I is, don't think there's no way good. to win here yeah. for him. He's going to look oafish. (laughs) I don't
2: don't know, man.
1: (laughs) I mean, this is a guy who's talking about running for
2: president. You don't think he could handle this? I think he can handle that.
1: I think this is a a finer uh, needle to thread in a way.
2: That's interesting.
1: That's a bigger, broader, more robust job, but the Oscars are also fine, you know? It's like Mm, precise. mm, mm. Here's a question, and I guess we're into host chat. Sure. Mm We're flowing
2: back and forth. (laughs) Of the current presidential candidates, Uh who would make the best
1: Oscars host? (sighs) Um, My first thought, Elizabeth Warren.
2: Oh, I think you're wrong. Really? What do you think? I think Cory Booker is the biggest showman. I'm Uh not saying I would love it, but I think he might do the best job of hosting qua hosting. But I also would be happy to see Kamala Harris out there. I think she could, like, I I see a sort of... um, She has some presence that I think would translate into hosting. She has
1: presence, but she has quite a bit of edge. I don't get like
2: joy. I think she might be able to deliver like a monologue pretty well.
1: Okay, yeah, better than Elizabeth Warren. All right, I'm liking what I'm seeing in my mind's eye. Yeah, Yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, What about Bernie? Well, Bernie
2: it's a different kind of show, right? Okay. You uh, have to be I think there's like a self-deprecating opening musical number where mm, he just mm. sort of like half says, half sings his lines uh-huh. and it's about like the 1% of Hollywood or something.
1: Right. And
2: I think if he got good writers it could be funny, uh-huh. but I don't know the, I don't know. I think it's a high risk, high reward. Let's go
1: through them all. Klobuchar.
2: <laughs> Klobuchar, I don't picture I, I, I'm i sure she'd I think she'd be okay uh-huh. I don't think she'd be I put her below Warren
1: uh-huh also
2: how close how much are we just ranking them in terms of how much we like them as candidates that's an element <laughs> but this
1: is an interesting prism with which to view them yeah mm-hmm. uh, Sherrod Brown I haven't really seen is enough Sherrod of, or Sherrod I don't know okay he's, he's got kind of like a blue-collar lunch pail okay, like that. Uh, you know union foreman vibe right Mm-hmm. Which I don't think is the tone of the, the Oscars is a bit uh froofy, right? It can be. It's not like Johnny Lunchpail isn't the guy we're looking for. Wildcard Schultz. Alright. Okay. I don't think he'd be very I good. I feel like he's fumbled uh, several times yeah. on the national stage already. Also he runs the risk of
2: being like booed by the audience.
1: I don't know they if that not audience be would side. boo him. Do you think they would boo him? Mm. Yeah,
2: I think they are all like most people. If he were in, if Howard Schultz were announced as the host of the Oscars, yeah, by the time Oscar night came around, I think most people in the audience would know enough to know that like the headline of him, whether it's true or not, is that he if he runs he risks like throwing the election well, to Trump. Well, let's go all play. the way. You know, we're yeah.
1: leaving out the big guy himself let's obviously. Talk about it. You know, that hey. would be that politically let's that, that room really <laughs> is not a big Trump room, but here's a guy who's been the host of yep. a television yep. program and uh you know, he's well, has a career as a television entertainer.
0: It's Could he just, do it, if
1: if Hollywood was like if everybody in the room was like, "Okay, we're going to give the guy a shot." Do you think Donald Trump could be an okay Oscar host? For, leave out the politics and the and the drama that would precede it, but just as the show went on.
0: If I've, no one ahead. from Hollywood was invited... Right. He would make a great Oscar host. <laughs> 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 He's great in a room, you know, with people that like him.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: With a few people that don't. I think... If
2: he, I think, if it were like eighteen years ago, he'd be really soft. I, right, I think, right. like, if even you watch like the last time he hosted SNL, obviously there was some political, you know, clouds in the room. Mm-hmm. But I think he was worse than when he hosted SNL and did, you know, Donald Trump's House of Wings or whatever the first time or the third time that was. So
1: you think he's improving as an SNL host? No, no, I think oh. he's I
2: think he's, he's getting worse. Gotcha. Yeah, I think he. Doesn't quite have the charm or something that he used to. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the president should host the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Just as a, a I don't rule. see why not. Act of ch- I, checking I in Hollywood with the government. Everybody <laughs> uh-huh. getting on the
2: same page. It should be. It should almost be one of the checks and balances in the Constitution. I
1: think, Dave. Yeah. F- just flash. Who do you think? Anyone in the world? Who do you think would be the best Oscar host?
2: Uh, my first thought, for some reason, was like Rihanna. Oh, okay. <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> I was like, yep. let's just get someone awesome up yeah. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. And have them No like, nonsense. She can keep it moving. She can kind of do comedy. Yeah. We've seen her do, do like Shy and whatever. Yep. And uh, I think she would get people psyched. Uh-huh. And I kind of think like. My, my I guess, my thought is like mix it up, move away from comedy, and just have someone like light the house on fire with an opening number, right? And then just let people present, and then she can chime in once in a while.
1: Uh huh. Medina, any ideas mm-hmm. for draft anyone on planet Earth for Oscar host?
0: Um, you know, let's see. We could take like a. Uh, a a radical wild card like a Tom Brady type person, <laughs> like a a sports hero that is wow. kind of just, a just guy like that nails hey, it in the hey, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what you guys do, but like you know, looks good. Well, I've been
2: saying for years, whoever wins the Masters should get to host the Oscars. Oh, next yeah. year. I yeah, think I've it's heard only you say fair. that. Well, Jim yeah. Nance could be pretty good. Jim Nance would be fine. I think you get to. You should wear the green jacket. Uh-huh. Or
0: or what about, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Well, well he's, a tricky, he's, he's, he's under a, a tricky but, spot right yeah, now.
2: I like that,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm back to Elizabeth Warren. I think maybe <laughs> she kind of has the the national mom kind of uh-huh. thing that we could use. The okay. other thought... Garth Brooks, I would like a lot. That. <laughs> I could <laughs> see that happening. He's just a great... When he talks on Garth Radio on Sirius about like songs that have influenced him, he, he brings so much fandom to it, despite coming from a place of excellence. Right. I'd love to hear him talk about Roma.
2: Mm-hmm. My other thought is like you give it to a true sort of like a very specific type of comedian like Nathan Fielder, who does not have hosting prowess, uh-huh. but would do something fascinating with the format. Yes. And it might be hysterical. And it might be the kind of thing that turns into like Colbert hosting the correspondence dinner where the audience is confused uh, the live audience is confused, but the home audience, or at least part of it, is loving it. Right, right. And it is, there's
1: some satisfaction for yes, somebody exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of nothing for Except anyone.
2: Instead of nothing for nobody, that's right, yeah.
1: Well, we didn't come here to cast the Oscar hosting role. No,
0: but we did come here to debate about the Oscars. Yeah, definitely. And maybe we should debate about casting the hosting role.
1: Oh, sure, yeah.
0: I've got a topic, okay. and if Heels wants to take the pro, and I will. if King wants to take the con...
2: You want the pro here? Or you uh, want to
1: take the pro? I forget pro, what the topic is, but I'll take the pro.
0: It's about someone we know.
1: Oh, I think I'm taking the
0: con. Okay. All right. Dave King taking the pro. Colin Jost will host the Oscars. Okay. Oh, wow. So,
2: full disclosure, we're... Hot potato. We we know Colin Jost. We're friends with him, I would say, right? Yeah. He's been oh, a yeah. guest on The Great Debates, and... um. Uh, can we stipulate that if he co-hosts it, that counts as hosting it?
1: Mm. Uh, I, want to, I want to wear a verdict from the moderator on
0: that. Yeah, I think. I mean, if he's up on the stage, as oh, nice. a like, come on. Okay. Let's not split hairs. Let's just have a fun
2: debate. Right, Here's yeah. what the basic argument comes down to. At some point, NBC will eventually get the rights to the Oscars. This, to me, is the easiest path that Jost has to hosting the Oscars. The Oscars will be on NBC eventually... Colin Jost is going to be the one of, if not the face of SNL for years to come, and eventually the Oscars I think will become like a Lorne Michaels production if they're on NBC the way that they were, uh, the way that the Emmys were, and he'll host them. Like that's just I I think that there's a greater than fifty percent chance that's going to happen. That that's going to happen. Now that's not the only way that he ends up hosting the Oscars because he could also become a free agent and become and like get a uh, who knows like three keep in mind how young he is how old is he 36 or something like that yeah so he's younger than any other late night host he could get a comedies he could take over the daily show in four years he could get uh, he could have a late night show on cbs or fox abc whatever he's going to be in demand he's going to be a face that people think about how much like sort of mental equity he already has at such a young age. People already know who he is. They know him as a host. They know him as a comedian. Young women love him. And I think that he's going to continue to be popular as a host-type person. And so the Oscars, like, there's only... uh, The Oscars, what am I trying to say? Like, different people tend to host the Oscars every year. Everyone gets their shot. I mean... I think Seth Meyers has a very good chance of hosting them eventually. I think Samantha Bee has a very good chance of hosting them eventually. But I think Joe's chances are greater than 50% for the reasons I've outlined.
1: Okay. Who have been the greatest hosts of Weekend Update ever? Dan Aykroyd, Dennis Miller, Chevy Chase, Tina Fey, Jimmy Fallon. Have any of them hosted the Oscars? Uh,
2: I think Chevy co-hosted at one point.
1: Okay. So, like, the best ever... Host of Weekend Update did half get there, maybe. We don't even know. So you're sort of stipulating that Jost is going to be in that rank of update host. Love the guy. I think he's great. I think he's doing a fine job on Weekend Update. I just don't see it. I don't see the, the – I, I, you walked us through the most optimistic possible path. And, yeah, there is a path. There's also a path where – uh, Jost uh, quits and becomes a professional surfer, and is a pretty good professional surfer for the rest of his life, or something. Like a lot of things could happen in the future. How uh, many the balls could bounce in a million ways? I just don't think Healy, there's
2: a. How many of the great update hosts that you've mentioned have quit and become uh, have become surfers, or quit entertainment at all?
1: Well, I mean, look, we're just we're talking about things that could happen, possible okay. outcomes. Okay. I think. Also, let's be honest that the the way the Oscars is moving is not towards your traditional white guy standard issue comic. It's looking for broadening the field global. I mean, I think honestly, like whoever the most famous comedian in like Brazil has as good a chance as Colin Jost or China like that's the way the Academy is going like they're not going to be looking for like who's a guy who's like doing fine with like a you know Florida sorority girls and a limited SNL audience but isn't like a big vast entertainer who's going to bring the magic of the movies to planet Earth I just don't see that for this guy
2: okay but that's actually not what's happening. you made a good case as sort of like his agent
1: or his manager but
2: an important thing to go off of here is that like the what's happening with oscar hosts is like the reason that the names in the past that you mentioned didn't get to host the oscars is because it used to be more of like a um uh, basically for it was like Johnny Carson or it was like musical people like Sinatra used to host and that kind of thing. And then for a while there was like, it, every year it was either Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg or Steve Martin. Like that happened for like 15 years. But now what happens is that like every year it's a different funny person. And I think that the did the recent, well, like, Neil Patrick until now, Harris toast the audience. Until now.
1: We've already gotten to a place where well, that's actually, not going to continue. No, and actually, because, hearing the list of those names, by the way, brings up another point, which is, like, Neil Patrick Harris, all these guys you listed, Steve Martin, Billy Crystal, these are... First of all, people who are big stage, song and dance guys. And Joost just doesn't have that energy. Yeah, I could see him doing The Daily Show or something, but he's basically like uh Like John Stewart who hosted the Oscars multiple times, A limited level of that bigness. Well, John Stewart was at road, a road of freak cultural wave, and it is possible that Joost will also do that. I'd, but then we're just spitting chances. I mean, anybody could end up riding some kind of. anybody who's in you yes, know, that's any true. kind of but entertainment did, position. But Joost is one of those
2: he only has to host them once. Like, I don't disagree with you that a guy in Brazil can host the Oscars, but that doesn't mean that he's going to do it at the at the expense of Joe's hosting. By the way, I just looked it up. Chevy Chase did host it more than once. And so what you see is like people who host late night shows, Chris Rock, David Letterman, Jon Stewart, Chevy Chase. Uh, I, that's just first glance. Those are people who all ended up hosting the Oscars. Now, yes, there are, like, a ton of people who haven't hosted them, but they probably will, like, many of them will, ev- oh, Jimmy Kimmel, many of them will eventually get their chance. Like, is it going to surprise anyone if Stephen Colbert hosts the Oscars in 2022? No. Should it surprise anyone if Colin Jost hosted the Oscars in 2026? Not at all. Like, And again, I go back to the fact that, like, oh, all those people, by the way, who you said, uh, like Dennis Miller and everyone, they never hosted the Oscars. Well, they also probably, I don't know, but I don't think they hosted the Emmys either. And Jost and Che hosted the Emmys because Lord Michaels is more and SNL, the institution right or wrong, is bigger than it's ever been. Lorne Michaels' influence at NBC is bigger than it's ever been. And so as soon as NBC gets the Oscars, it's almost guaranteed to be a Lorne Michaels production. And I don't think Lorne Michaels thinks that Colin Jost, like, did a bad job hosting the Emmys. He's going to give him the job of hosting the Oscars.
1: Okay, I'm going to make my closing statement as follows. Dave's whole argument rests on sort of the trends of the past continuing for the indefinite future, plus everything going great for Colin Jost and Lorne Michaels and NBC getting the Oscars. I put it to you, the listener, and you, the moderator, that... What we're seeing now is a radical break. It's far more likely that the Oscars are going to be stripped down significantly. Go to a no-host system, go to some kind of strange new reinvention of themselves, rather than it continue to be the same essentially the same thing it's been since the era of the rat pack, which, yeah, if it continues along those lines, there's a shot that Joe's hosts it, but if it changes dramatically, those chances diminish completely. I think it's more likely history uh is at a bend point already in the Oscars, and we're going to see something radically different in the future, and not everything going right to land Colin just as Oscar host.
2: You're exactly wrong about what the Oscars used to be and what they've become. When it was when the Rat Pack dominated, they had multiple hosts. They also used to have no host or they had just presenters hosting. This is like the time that you're pointing to actually illustrates the very idea that what we've moved to is one funny person hosting the Oscars, which is what has happened since Anne Hathaway and James Franco being the only exception over the last, I think, like 20 years or something. Now, Medina also stipulated that he could co-host... And what makes more sense than like Colin Jost and either Che, if they're still on SNL together or whatever, or someone else? That to me is a natural coupling or there could be four hosts. I don't know. Like maybe the would it again, would it surprise anyone if in 10 years the the Oscars are live streaming on Netflix and they get like six hosts from all the different networks to host them? I would put you or certainly think that Jost is possible to do that final argument
1: I've only said. Look, look here is the final argument. <laughs> Netflix. It's, this is what's going to happen. Netflix like crunches their numbers, and they're like, "Okay, we're g- the most popular star of Netflix is going to host the Oscars." Ted Bundy. <laughs> 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 well, sorry, here- <laughs> no, no. Let's just close there. <laughs> no, no, you no, got a final
2: argument. <laughs> no, it's just here is the point. If you wake up on the day that they announce the Oscars host from any year from let's say, next year until the year you die. Would it surprise you if you heard that Jost was at least co-hosting the Oscars? I say no, and all you need is for it to happen once, and I think that there are so many years in the future that there's more than a 50% chance that it's going to happen. Oof. Oof. Okay.
1: Mm.
2: <sighs> By the way, oh, man, I didn't even mention this. But What? Justin Scarjo, you let him co-host. If they get married, who knows? Mm.
0: What? What? Healy says no. <laughs> I was going to go against you, Healy, because I'm a big believer in the idea that if there's a path to something that someone wants out there, like, oh, I could put these relationships together and springboard off of that and because I really want to host the Oscars, which it's unclear... If Joe wants to host them, the, the path is possible. So he could probably go out and get it. And sure, in 30, in somewhere between five and 30 years, mm-hmm. it could happen. But your closing statement convinced me that you were right and that we're at a bending point with the Oscars. And I don't think, I think it's going to be different. <clears throat> okay. We'll see.
1: I felt like I was debating with one hand behind my back because I don't want to say anything bad about calling Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: tough. None of us do.
1: Guys, what do, I don't, do And by the way, I
0: don't think it has anything to do with anything bad about Colin Jost. He would be a great host.
1: He'd be great. But it's... Now we get the little treat for having done our homework of debates. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. Mm-hmm. Because we have a tradition around here. We run through the best picture <laughs> nominees <laughs> with our moderator, Dan Medina, and we get his vibe. Mm-hmm. And some years he's been incredibly accurate. Some years he's been totally wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's what that's what vibes are like. Sometimes they're you should trust them; they're perfect instincts. Other times they're just nonsense. Let's start with Black Panther.
0: Ooh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Kevin Feige. Haven't seen it. Okay. That's um, your sense. Well, I, you know, here's the thing. I think I need to hear more films to understand where this one all right, falls all right. okay. in the... You want me to you, give
1: you all the films
0: and no, your sort of process? No, no. I'll give you reactions to ones that I kind of like clocked. Black Panther. But I don't think I really clocked too much about Black Panther. Black Klansman. Okay. Uh, very splashy advertising. Uh-huh, yeah. And I... But I'm not a... This is a Spike Lee joint, right? Spike mm-hmm. Lee joint, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Hmm. I'm a little... I'm and this is based on, on vibe on only, right? Yeah, you you I didn't haven't see seen it. Black okay. Man, no. okay. Bohemian Rhapsody. I heard it was bad. That's a strong vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard it wasn't, you know, like um, true to Queen.
1: What do you think if you hear a movie's bad and then it keeps... Going, keeps winning awards and stuff. That's when I think like, okay,
0: you know. You've got to go check it out.
1: Not even that you have to go check it out, but just like the fix is in. Something's happening here. Oh, yeah. Everybody heard Bohemian Rhapsody is bad, and here it is. They're gonna say it at the Oscars. Well, so. this is
0: why the thing is a bunch of bullshit, and my take is as good as anyone's vote because yes. there's fucking ten films in the Best Picture category. It doesn't there. How were there more than ten films made in Hollywood that last year?
1: It's like one of those crazy like uh <laughs> Not, speed like maybe deals. there were like
0: fifteen films that really reached people. No, seriously though, <laughs> yeah. how many films <laughs> well, made an impact on people? There were probably. Three or four hundred – well, it, there was a day when there were 400 films a year kind of getting big-time release right. in Hollywood. And now I think that number is a lot smaller, oh, right? yeah, yeah. It's in the one I or two hundred? Yeah. Some like okay. S- yeah. So we're talking about somewhere between five and ten percent of films are being nominated for Best Picture. Right. You have to have an A-minus maybe to get a nom. Mm-hmm. And so, by the way, of the 100 or 200 films that got released, like how many of them reached people? Right. These ones apparently did. I've heard of them. Well, how many more than the 10 films have I heard of? That's kind of my question. Let's probably, keep going.
2: I would bet you've heard of 15 to 20 other movies
0: besides okay. the ones that are nominated for Best Picture. Uh, and of those, were like any of them meant to be Oscar films probably not probably not it's like mamma mia 2
2: right <laughs> right you heard of that right you knew that that came out i think so yeah, well half
1: right. of the, half of the other ones that came out are in the best animated right in Interesting. lego whatever Interesting. how about the favorite
0: the favorite yeah the favorite i don't remember much about the favorite did you Almost see the favorite? No vibe. this okay by the way this was the first year that I had a kid during this process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so Well, second technically, but most so, of the So you picked up
1: ve- very little vibe on the
0: favorite. Favorite. I'm going to try to recall what I know about the favorite. Oh, who's in it?
1: Uh,
0: Rachel Weitz, uh, uh What's her name? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. What's it? About? Ali- oh, oh I heard this was great. No, yeah. Olivia Coleman. What Olivia am I talking Colman. about? Yeah. I was at a dinner last night and the guy was talking about the favorite. Yeah. It sounds great. I yeah. can't wait to see this movie. That's a story. I know vibe. it's not going to win, but I think it sounds like a great watch. Yeah, good vibes. Okay. Green Book. Oh, um, I liked the trailer.
1: All okay, right, that's okay. a
0: vibe. Be- and I think I liked it because I saw the po- the billboard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought, what is that shit? Sure, yeah, that looks bad. But the trailer, I thought, was great.
1: I'm looking at the poster right now, and it does have a cool style to it. It's a road trip movie.
0: Yeah. Right? You yeah. like those. And, and, man, a, and two men. Two men and and sticking up it. for each other. And, looking at learning know. about life, yeah, right. different
1: walks of life.
0: Right. How about Roma? I mean, it's not, not going to win, right?
1: I, I'm feeling Roma vibes everywhere, but I'm tainted by having seen the
0: film. Okay. Yeah. See, that's my take. I haven't watched it yet because I don't want to be disappointed. Right. There's so much hype. High- I wh- one of the 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 um, critical uh, what do you call those? The blurbs. Mm-hmm. No. The mm-hmm. when someone gets quoted. Yeah. Um. Someone said this is the best movie I've ever seen. Whoa. A critic. And I was like, okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe i I guess we should watch it. Sal and I never want to watch it because mm-hmm. we're always it's a watching tough one. other. I mean, we chose Identical Strangers over right, Roma. Right,
2: interesting.
0: Because it seemed more like a compelling watch. I, I believe Best know. Documentary nominee in yeah. Identical Strangers. By stranger. the way, great. Yeah, How I about A it. Star is Born? I mean, this is, for me, if it doesn't win, it's got a shot. It's Did got you a see big it? Shot. No, but everyone okay. loved it. Everyone yeah. loved it. Yeah. It's Did you got like a it? shot.
1: I loved it. I
0: thought it was great. Did you love it? Yeah, I re- I loved it. And I straight All up of loved my it. most cynical friends yeah. loved a movie about a, a guy yeah. trying to become a rock star.
1: I feel like if I were on the producing team of A Star is Born, then when I saw Roma, my heart would have sunk it was like the u.s and you know that movie miracle i might be making this scene up but like they see some footage of the soviet hockey team and they're like oh there's all there's another level out there right right
2: you know what it's like yeah and only and this may not (laughs) here's what it's like yeah this is a very personal reaction i love this it's like when i was at summer camp and we had the lip sync contest Uh uh-huh and my bunk uh, put D1, we put together a great lip sync performance of the song Centerfield by uh-huh. John Fogarty. Okay. We had like props and everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. We were like, we're gonna win. Mm-hmm. And then the older boys, Bunk, was I think it was Bunk I, probably, they did a parody of Step by, Step by Step by... No. The, what's it called? The New Kids. The new Kids. New kids, new kids. And about. they made fun of the New Kids. Oh. And it was the next level and we watched from the wings we said there's no we can't beat them yeah we just can't beat them and we didn't and it was devastating that's tough that's what it's like i think if you're a producer of roma how about vice Ooh, vice
0: um what are your vice vibes i'm compelled to see vice oh mm, but you okay. haven't i haven't okay. no i haven't seen it this is just a vibe and i got that later someone was like oh he was meant to play that role or something like that mm, mm. and i was i was convinced by that little thing that it's uh what's his face right it's christian, I, bale. christian bale christian bale one of my favorite who's been actors. crushing it
1: since he was like seven years old he's oh, one of yeah. the best
0: actors there is and um and I believe it. I believe that he would do a good job. And I'm very interested in the in the, in the Dick Cheney story. So, Dick Cheney, oh. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So your vibe on Vice is you're, you. I know you it's a great movie. Wanna I want to see it. It's yeah. not going to win the Oscar. Okay.
1: So what are you picking? Is that for... it? Are those
0: the full nominees? Yeah, I think okay. so. Are There's you going
1: to give us a rank? I think. Am I missing some? That could be. I don't think so.
0: I thought there were always ten.
2: No, I think it's like between five and ten. Now. That oh, sucks if you're
1: you like you thought your movie was one and then just pick seven.
0: Oh, <laughs> come on! Man. I'm glad that there's only seven. This is better. First of all, this is better right away.
1: Check my work, but I think that's all of them. I'm looking at uh, oscar.gov. Yeah,
0: that's right. Okay, so here, here we go.
1: Yeah,
2: I count eight. I count two, 8 three, four, Panther Clansman Rhapsody favorite Green Book Roma Stars... Oh, Green Book, I forgot to write yeah. that. Oh, we gotta get that. And you liked
1: the trailer. Yeah, I did. I did. So. Not gonna win. So So you're gonna rank these from least likeliest yeah. to most likely uh-huh. to win for the
2: yeah. uh and we're just working on that right now. Wild Medina does that. Yeah. What was your favorite movie of the year?
1: I loved Roma, thought it was very powerful. Loved Star is Born. Um, was very into the favorite thought that was pretty cool. If I'm an Oscar voter, I'm giving it to Roma. The achievement there is just interesting. Next level. The guy's a master Hmm. doing master work. Yeah. What what can you say? That's cool. I feel Bradley, I wish he'd gotten a director nom.
0: Mm. Mm. Why? Bradley got snubbed.
1: Well, you know, uh, What's what's a guy got to do here? What man? does a guy have to do? <laughs> That's how I feel. If I were
0: poor Bradley Cooper, is it because Coup. they think he's not serious?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think they like to. They like to. Oscar likes to make you work for it. Oscar likes
0: to trick you. The director's, uh, um, what is it called? The wing. Their wing of the. The DGA, the, the, the director. Uh, no, it's not the guild because it's whatever group you're in in the Academy, right, gets uh-huh. to decide the nominations. Oh, um, interesting. And they call that, you know, whatever, each... The wing. Each um, discipline has its own whatever. Um, it started raining in the Great Debate Studios. Yeah. I don't know Ooh. if the Very listeners... Beautiful. Okay, I'm I'm reasonably happy with okay. this. All right. Number eight, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, okay. Yeah. Number seven, Black Panther. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Number six... Green Book, Mm -hmm. and this is just vibes. Just vibes. This is our
1: reverse order vibe ranking.
0: Number five, least
1: to most powerful vibe.
0: The favorite. I actually, I'm number five. Black Klansman. Number four, the favorite. Did the vibe
1: change, or did you change?
0: I think the. I think I. I was confused about that when I was doing the rankings, and I think that's how. Yeah, we're gonna go with. 5, Black Klansman. for the favorite. Mainly because I heard about it last night.
1: Okay, so bronze. Reason. Number, no, number 3,
0: Vice. Wow. I don't think it's actually there, but that's just my wow. feeling about well, this it. This isn't about what's there. No. This is about what is your vibe. my perception. About. Number 2, A Star is Born. Number 1, Roma. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. Which, you know... I think you're exactly right. I think the Star is Born people are so bummed about Roma. It's just. Because they've uh, gotta, got to. If you're an academy person, you've got to vote for it, right?
1: I think you got to.
0: I Although, think you've got to. Then
1: there's the Netflix of it all. Those movie guys, they, they right. may not want to give it to right. the boys at Ooh, Netflix. That's Ooh. right.
0: So that's why it's a close one and two. Could be some spite
1: vote just taken away there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. A couple years
0: ago, I picked yeah. one and two, and number two that I picked was awarded the Oscar and then they found out they did that in error and then they gave it to the number one that I picked.
1: That was great. So that I was think, a great moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great vibe. moment for the vibes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when the vibe aligns with reality. Oh, wow. Good just, night, nurse. Woo.
0: Okay, guys. Hope you enjoyed Oscar vibes this year. Light me up on email and Twitter and all that. Although I haven't been on Twitter lately, so emails better do you about want people just, you do you want to give out the, your personal emails yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and and let me know what, you, what you think about my Oscar vibes and about the Great Debates about Colin Jost about the glory of the Oscars whatever you got and we'll see you next week on The Great Debates The Great Debates is produced by Mark Caricello. The theme song was composed by Christopher Knight. The debaters are Steve Healy and Dave King. And the podcast is moderated by Dan Medina.